if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is the uh, countdown, not count up, countdown to March Madness episode six deal. Uh, and this is, you know, different from last year. Last year we were like, well, tournament's canceled. Everybody go home, <laughs> get ready yeah. for November. And now we have let's a break. Let's make a fake one. Yeah, let's make a fake bracket. We did do that. And Illinois is the unofficial champs of last year. Can they That's right. find out? Um, but anyway, we actually have a bracket. So that's good. That's uh, and awesome. I'm assuming we're going to have a tournament, right? I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't. But, I don't know uh, how we can't now. I would say it would be the most disappointing thing probably of all time in the history of the world. Yeah. My hair looks just brutal on the video here, but whatever. Uh, what can you do? Um, so uh, I guess we should break down the bracket. I mean, I, I think that's what we should do. Um, real quick, like before we get into that, our conference tournament picks, I was 9 of 31. You were 13 for 31. Not bad, you know. Dominating. Uh, I dominate like usual. So brackets will oh, probably be the same. Win. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure in 2019 I had a better bracket than you did. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the seed list. Let me get your opinion on this one. The seed list that I, I have right in front of me are the 6018 list, officially from the NCAA, by the way. Um, how is it that Wichita State, you, uh, Wichita State, okay, let's just put it this way. The other three play-in teams, wait, that's not what my question was. What am I saying? My question is this. <laughs> Oregon State and Georgetown are ahead of you, uh, Drake on the seed list. Okay. That's confusing. I don't get that. Very confusing. The other three play-in, first four, sorry, first four teams are <laughs> – above them, and then it's Oregon State, Georgetown, and then it's Drake. Now, here's what I think happened. I think they forgot to put Drake in there ahead of Oregon State and Georgetown, and now they don't know how to explain it. Because when they asked one of the committee guys that well, on CBS last night, he danced yeah. around the question and gave no answer. So oh, really? I think they might have forgotten. They, they messed up a little bit. It happens. Like, Mistakes happen, you know? It's like the net. They were like, oh, wait, should we make Oklahoma State a four seed? Oh, man. <laughs> Oops. We meant to make Colgate a four seed. That's what they meant. Yeah, they, but, they, uh, they didn't like you. Yeah, they should have flip-flopped something. You know, Colgate kind of getting screwed, being number nine in the net and a 14 seed. You know, what's going on here? question is, was Col- would Colgate have been an at-large bid if they lost yesterday? I don't know how they couldn't have been, right? <laughs> I mean, where would you have put them? Would they have been a, a higher seed if they were in that large bid? Because <laughs> you look at it and, like, the – Number know, nine in the net. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Anyways. 
I'm glad they didn't fix that. But, um, you know, <laughs> so we do have real quick, we talked about the coaching carousel last week. We already have some firings. Uh, Richard Patino and um, Archie Miller are both out. So two Big Ten coaches are out in the Big Ten. Don't know what's going to happen. Those are, uh, one of those jobs is pretty high profile. The Indiana job is a pretty big deal. Um, but we'll find out. Also, I just saw news on Twitter that Jalen Wilson did not travel to Indianapolis with Kansas, and they don't expect him to play in the first round. 12 points, eight rebounds a game. So, wow. Is, this, so yeah. is that the only guy that's not going? I mean, is he the one that had COVID? I mean, I don't know if it, it – I'm assuming it is COVID-related, but uh, right. it's weird that – He's not going to – I mean, he could play it in the second round, I guess, is basically what they're saying. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I don't know how he – I don't think he would be able to play in the second round if he's not there yet. So, his feed just dropped out because he's in Vegas and his internet sucks. We'll get him back in a minute. But um, now it's just me full screened. And uh, I'm looking down because my camera's up there and my screen's down here. So it's kind of a difficult situation. Let me move my screen upward a little bit so I'm looking less down when I'm talking. But uh, this is just good stalling by me. And that's kind of what I'm supposed to do in this spot. We'll get into the bracket here in a minute, go over the regions, all that stuff. Uh, You know, the bubble, what ended up happening with the bubble and the first four in, first four out, all of that stuff um, we will do momentarily wherever we can get him back in there if he does join back. But um, anyway, let's look at the one seeds, which aren't a surprise. Um, I think the only thing that we wouldn't have seen coming maybe a couple weeks ago was the fact that Illinois jumped into the third overall one seed spot, uh, 13 or 14 games for them. And, um, you know, they jumped Michigan. For number three overall on the seed line. Um, So, I mean, you look at the two seeds, you have Alabama, Ohio State, Iowa, and Houston. So four Big Ten teams in the top seven of this bracket. If you want to take that a step further, there's six of them or five of them in the top 15 because you had Purdue to the mix at 14. But – uh. You know, I would rank the regions the way they're supposed to be in terms of easiest and hardest. Uh, I think the hardest is the East region where Michigan is. I think that's the hardest region. Um, I think the easiest region is the West, which is where Gonzaga is, which is how it's supposed to be. And I think the other regions that I find a little bit difficult, uh, the Midwest, I think, is the second hardest with Illinois in it. And then I think the South is the third place region. So they did it right in terms of how hard each region is. Um, I have no problem with that at all. But one thing that I like about the the setup this year is that the first four games are actually pretty good. Like you have Wichita State and Drake. That's a pretty good game. I'm assuming we're going to see Shanquan Hemphill back for the Bulldogs in that game. They need him. Roman Penn's obviously done, which sucks for them. But uh, that'll be a good game. Bones Highland for VCU and and that team, um, you know, we'll find out what happens there. But then Michigan State-UCLA is an amazing game to have in the first four. I'm glad the committee did that. But I 
I, I'm a little bit surprised that Syracuse is an 11 seed that didn't have a first four game. That does surprise me slightly, but, uh, you know, what can you do? Syracuse did make a nice run, and they would have won um, over – they would have won over Virginia if they would have played some better defense in the last possession and tried to get to overtime, but they lost. But the committee's rewarding them for that. I think the biggest surprise for me is that the ACC had seven teams. That does surprise me a little bit. When you look at, you know, what they could have had, um, you know, five or six, they end up with seven. And you look at where they're seated, it's pretty good. I mean, they're, you know, the, the team that won the ACC championship in the tournament, Georgia Tech, is ninth overall. Uh, nine, uh, they're the ninth seed in the Midwest region. So that's a little bit surprising that they're number nine. Um, then you have Syracuse, an 11 seed. You have uh, North Carolina as an eight seed. You have Virginia as a four. Um, you know, you have a team like Florida State as a four. You have someone else that I'm forgetting that's on there for them. So the ACC getting seven does surprise me a little bit, but I think I agree with Louisville not getting in. I definitely agree with that. Uh, Louisville's resume is is abysmal. I mean, they have a quad three loss, and their quad one record is horrific. So I don't know how you could have put them in. They didn't put them in. So, um, I mean, I agree with the fact they didn't put Virginia in. Definitely a good move. I would endorse that. Um, Out of the teams that I feel should have gotten in, Virginia was not on that list. Um, The unfortunate thing is that we only have two bids in the Mountain West, no Colorado State. In the dance, no Boise State, but I'm glad Utah State got in. I feel like they were worthy of getting in. And they ended up on the 11 line, and they'll play Texas Tech. That'll be a good matchup, a fun matchup. Uh, And, you know, we'll find out what happens there. But um, a lot of good matchups, a lot of good matchups. We'll talk about that when we get them back in here. But, um, yeah, I don't know who I trust in in this bracket. I just don't know. So, a little silent period for a minute. You like that? Uh, anyway, as we look at it, the Big Ten getting nine is not surprising. Um, could Maryland have possibly been, you know, an 11 seed that ends up playing in a first four game? I guess, yeah, but they ended up as the 10. I really don't think that uh, Maryland has a chance against UConn, but we'll find out. And I think you're back. We're back. I really had to really dig deep to, to stall for that long. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Technical difficulties out here in Vegas, you know. I was talking so. about, like, the ACC for, like, five minutes, and I had a lot of long passes, <laughs> but uh, anyway. Um, how would you rank the regions in terms of degree of difficulty? Uh, degree of difficulty. I'm going to say, um, I think the East and the Midwest are, are pretty close. Um, maybe, maybe a nod towards the East, um, then Midwest, then South, then West, which, which is exactly how it should be. Yeah. I mean, the, the so thing about I know, the East, I know people were upset because Illinois, you know, may have the hardest one, but I, you look at it, I mean, <clears throat> Michigan's got to go through LSU or, you know, 
uh, St. Bonaventure, uh, Florida State's over there, Colorado's over there, uh, UConn's a pretty good seven seed, uh, Texas, Bama. You know, I think that I think that's definitely the hardest. Yeah, the thing about the difference I think between the two regions for the East and the Midwest is that LSU and St. Bonaventure aren't as good as Loyola Chicago Georgia Tech, but they're very close. Um, and then Clemson is nowhere near UConn, in my opinion. And I, I, I think Rutgers is better than Maryland, but it's not that big of a gap. Uh, Texas, I think, is coming into the tournament in a better spot than West Virginia. Um, I know a lot of people love Oklahoma State. I do too, but I think Florida State's right there with them. And I think Colorado is better than Tennessee. As much as I've said things about Colorado, I think they're better than Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then six is I like BYU just as much as San Diego State. So sure. And then eleven. Which I, and I think both the sixes could could be beat. You know. Um, yeah. Eleven C wise, I like Syracuse much more than Michigan State or UCLA right now. Yeah. Even though I may or may not have Michigan State doing a little something here, but because <laughs> of January, February, Izzo. That's um, right. But you count know, them out. Definitely, I would say that that is a fair thing to say. So we look at the uh, last four in as Wichita State, Drake, Michigan State, UCLA, and then the first four out. I mean, it's not that surprising what happened, but these are obviously the first four out are obviously COVID replacement teams. So they could step in if something happens. Um, it's Louisville, Colorado State, St. Louis, and Ole Miss. So I'm glad they didn't put Duke in first four out. So would so if if Georgetown um, doesn't steal a bid and Oregon State doesn't steal a bid, does that mean Colorado State and what was the other team you said? Louisville, Louisville would have been it. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Which that would have probably put Michigan State out of the first four and UCLA out of the first four, and it would be Louisville-Colorado State. So yeah. that would be a horrific matchup. Nobody would want to watch that. So Oregon State and Georgetown stealing but may have helped the ratings because no one's watching Louisville-Colorado no State. No one was watching them. Michigan yeah. State-UCLA. So um, you look at the uh, – the what was I going to look at? The bids by conference. Big 10, 9, Big 12, 7, ACC, 7, SEC, 6, Pac-12, 5, Big East, 4, uh, American, Atlantic 10, Mountain West, Missouri Valley, West Coast, all got two. So if Georgetown doesn't win, does the Big East get three, or do you think they get more? Because I think if Georgetown doesn't win, I think Seton Hall might might have a chance to, to make it. Might have got in instead. Yeah. Yeah, I think it still would have been the same. I think or St. John's. Whoever wins that St. John's Seton Hall game, if they beat Georgetown, they're in a really good spot. Right, right. Because I think anybody could have beaten Creighton the way Creighton played in the Big East Championship. Yeah, Creighton was not good. And then they draw the hardest 13 seed, or the hardest 12 seed, and nobody's <laughs> going to pick them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's the uh, 5-12 everybody's picking. Uh, for There's them. two of them. The the West and the South 512s are all upset picks, I think. Yep. I don't really have the stones to pick Oregon State or Georgetown to win. So. I don't think there's any way Oregon State beats Tennessee. Um and I you know, Georgetown's rolling, so maybe maybe they have a shot, but I don't see it happening. Uh you know, Wright's I think Wright's too good of a ball player. Um for Colorado, I think I think they'll be all right. So, so let's look at 
players to watch per region, and I'm going to give you one player per team that I can think of off the top of my head, um, except for the 16 seeds because, come on. Um, Gonzaga, my one guy, even though I'm trying to present myself in as a big fan of Corey Kispert, I won't pick him here. I think Jalen okay. Suggs is the X-factor guy for them. You look at what he did against BYU in the West Coast Championship. He carried them down the stretch, hit big-time shots. Oklahoma, it's got to be Austin Reeves. He is the he-go-they-go. Go. That's how it works there. Same thing for Missouri, which I would say for Missouri, it's probably uh, Pickett or Pinson. Probably Pinson. Yeah. So that's why I would take their – Drew Smith is a big part of Missouri yeah. too. I mean, Yeah, he is. And Jeremiah Tillman and Mark Smith suck. Um, for Korean, I would say Marcus Zagorowski, and he's going to be matched up against Jacory McLaughlin. So UCSB. I did not get to see McLaughlin, whatever his name is, play. I hear he's pretty good. They have high major transfers on UCSB. They're legit. I think they'll. Yeah. I think they'll be creating. Uh, it's a popular pick, though. So we'll see. Uh, Virginia, I'd say Sam Hauser, the Hauser brother that lived up to the hype for Virginia. I mean, Joey didn't really. Have a great season for Michigan State, expectation-wise. Ohio, it's got to be Jason Preston. I mean, I don't yeah. know how it's going to be. He is uh, an unreal player, as good as yeah. he gets. Um, yep. USC, everyone's going to say Evan Mobley. I'm going to say Taj Eady. They need him to shoot. Okay. Evan Mobley yeah. had a great game against uh, – who the hell were they playing in the semifinal? Were they playing Colorado? Yeah, they were. He had yeah. a great game against Colorado. He's rebounding everything, making shots. Yep. And Taj had like 23 of 36 points at one time. <laughs> yeah, Tajidi did not have a good game when they lost, so they need him to, yeah. to get it going. Uh, Wichita State and Drake, I'd say for Wichita State, it's got to be uh, Tyson Etienne, who's carried them in the American Athletic. Tremendous guard. For Drake, I'm assuming Shane Quanta Hemphill is going to be back, but yeah. I would say that my guy would be Joe Yesifu. Uh, not Nosifu, Yesifu. Very good player, played very well for them down the stretch. Almost got them to a spot where they could win the Missouri Valley without Penn or Hemphill. Yeah. So he's been a big-time player for them. Uh, Oregon, or I guess I skipped one, Kansas. Uh, for Kansas, I mean, if he's going to play, you got to go with David McCormick. I mean, I know he was the guy that was out for them in the Big 12 tournament when they played because of COVID, but if he's playing, he's got to be the guy. He was very good down the stretch for them. And, um, you know, I know Marcus Garrett's good, but it's got to be him. Uh, Eastern Washington, who they play on the 14 line. Eastern Washington's got some really good players. Tanner Groves and Jacob Groves would be the guys that I would look at because they're brothers and they're on the same team, and they're the two best players on that team. So I'll go with them. Um, Oregon, this team's loaded. I'll take Eugene from Eugene. Eugene Omarui, <laughs> stud. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, Iowa's – Nightmare matchup in the second round is Oregon. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, VCU, it's got to be Bones Island. Hell of a score, 19 points a game. Uh, for Iowa, I'm not even going to – there's no point in me saying guards because everybody's going right. to say – so I'm going to say Joe Wieskamp, who is as yeah. good – he's the best shooter on the team in my opinion. I know a lot of people would have thought that it would be Bohannon, but Wieskamp is – if Wieskamp has to, has to play well for the – Iowa to play well. I mean, regardless, is going to put up 20. Uh, Wieskamp can't have an off night, though. Give me the 
uh, for Grand Canyon, give me the big man, Asbjorn Midgard, seven footer <laughs> from Denmark, stud. Him and Garza, that's going to be a matchup to watch there. And Grand Canyon is extremely good defensively. I don't think they'll win that game, but uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, for Baylor, how could it not be Davion Mitchell? I mean, how could it not be? Just an excellent point. As good as it gets. Uh, North Carolina, North Carolina's got a ton of size. So that's the big worry if I'm Wisconsin is the fact that North Carolina is huge in the interior and Wisconsin is horrible defensively yeah. in the interior. So if I'm going to look at one of those guys, it's going to be a big guy. It's going to be um, – I guess Leaky Black or Garrison Brooks, one of those two. Garrison Brooks, 6'10", Leaky Black, 6'10". You got – or 6'8". You got uh, Armando Baycott, 6'10". That's three guys that start, 6'10", 6'10", 6'8". So Wisconsin's going to be in for, you know, something there. It's going to be tough for him, um, yeah. For Wisconsin, it's got to be Demetric Trice. He'll be facing up against Caleb Love probably in that game. That'll be a really fun matchup. Uh, he's really been the only guy that's been terrific for them. Uh, for Villanova, it's got to be Jeremiah Robinson Earl, who's one of the better players in the Big East. Uh, for Winthrop, it's got to be Chandler Vaudrin, playmaker, makes things happen for Winthrop's offense. I would take him. Uh, for Purdue, I would say Jaden Ivey, the, the freshman, is who I would take because he shot it really well down the stretch for them, almost held them or almost got them to the point where they could beat Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, then for North Texas, um, I mean, it's got to be Javion Hamlet, who's by far their best player. And by the way, he called his shot. He said that they would be in the tournament next year. He said that last year. <laughs> they ended up beating Western Kentucky in the Conference USA Championship. Texas Tech, I'm trying not to go with the best player, but it's got to be Mac McClung. I mean, the fact that Absolutely. the most amazing thing about Mac McClung is not even what he's done at Texas Tech. It's that he left Georgetown, and their roster was significantly worse, and they found a way to get into the tournament. Yeah. It's an impressive storyline, honestly. I mean, their roster is horrendous compared to last year. They were yep. so much better last year. But uh, Patrick Ewing, I mean, he can coach. What can you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, for Utah State, it's obviously a guy that I've talked about on Twitter who's one of the best defensive big men in the country, and that is Nemius Keita, seven foot, 245 junior. He'll block everything. Don't even go near him. Uh, Arkansas, <laughs> it's got to be Moses Moody, one of the better freshmen in the country. I don't know how you couldn't dig him. I know he's your boy. You've uh, talked oh, yeah. about him occasionally. But for Colgate, they got shooters everywhere on this team. Uh, but the guy that I like is probably – ooh, I'm going to go with Jack Ferguson, who doesn't start but really fills it up. He can shoot very well. Uh, for Florida, I mean, this Florida team is, like, so boring to me. Like, I thought they were good. <laughs> like, they lost – Two in a row going into the the SEC tournament, then they barely beat Vandy, then they lost to Tennessee. Uh, but I guess the guy that I would go with is probably Colin Castleton, six eleven junior. You know he's good underneath, can score. Uh, I don't know how they're going to match up with Virginia Tech. That's a hard matchup for me to pick. Uh, but Virginia Tech, I know they just landed Storm Murphy in the transfer portal for next season. Former mm-hmm. Wofford guy played for Mike Young. He'll be good for the next year. But for right now. How do you not go with Justin Mutz? I mean, 6'7", 230, very efficient offensively this year. Um, got to take him. Ohio State, I mean, it's got to be Dwayne Washington, one of the best shooters yeah. in the country. I mean, there's no doubt about it in my mind. For Oral Roberts, I mean, how do you not go with Max Amos or uh, Obendor, two of the best players in the country? And the fact that they're both on a mid-major team is pretty amazing. Uh, Amos led the, the country in scoring. 
Obandor had a buzzer beater to carry them into the final for the Summit Tournament. So it's got to be those two guys. Uh, Illinois, since we follow them so closely, i got to go off the board a little bit here, and i got to go with uh, with Andre Curbelo. I mean, he was yeah. a motor for them in the <clears throat> tournament. Yeah, you know, I, somebody, I think it was Rothstein, said that Adam Miller was the guy that Illinois needed to get going. Uh, obviously, they didn't need him that much yesterday. Um, I don't know how people say that it's Miller. Like, I get that Miller could add something, but Curbelo is – is by far the guy. So, but yeah, I don't know. I think Curbelo is overshadowing. <clears throat> yeah, big time. Uh, Loyal Chicago, it's got to be Cam Crutwig, even though I really like Braden Norris as a guard. But how about a little Kofi Coburn, Cam Crutwig round two? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Georgia Tech, Moses Wright won the ACC player of the year, but I'm taking Jose Alvarado, who for my money, is right there with Davion Mitchell for on-ball guard defenders. He's right there. He's the only guy that's even close, I think, for guards other than Jared Butler. But um, for Tennessee, I mean, I think a guy that could get them going and run their offense has got to be Santiago Viscovi. If he's healthy, I mean, you got to get him going. Um, And he's kind of that guy. And then I'm going to take a shooter for Oregon State um, and a guy that shot the ball really well for them against Colorado, which is Jared Lucas. They also have a guy with my first name, Ethan Thompson, but I'll take Jared. Oregon State's long. They are, I mean, they, they, they aren't the best athletically, but they're long. I mean, defensively, uh, they were impressive to watch, I thought. I mean, you look at their lineup, they don't have a huge lineup, but look at, right. look at their rotation. Like 6'5", 6'3", 6'5", 6'7", 6'8", 7'1", 6'10". Uh, and then another six five. So they have length, definitely. They will. They will. I think a team that matches up well with them, though, is Tennessee, because Tennessee uh, has some length too. Right. Uh, so that'll be a good matchup, though, for sure. Uh, for Oklahoma State, everyone's going to say Cade Cunningham, so I'm not. I mean, I'm going to say Avery Anderson, who has just been terrific for them down the stretch. Uh, I think a lot of people underrate how good that Oklahoma State roster is. I mean, I know Kate Gunningham makes them better. The thing that I'm worried about with them in this tournament, though, is how young they are. Like, their entire lineup, I don't think they have an upperclassman. I guess Bryce Williams is a senior, but he really doesn't play that many minutes, or he hasn't recently. But the rest are sophomores and freshmen and a couple juniors. But that's what I would worry about. Uh, in terms of Liberty, I mean, I don't think you can't not go with Darius McGee. One of the better scorers there is right now. I, he's only five nine, so anyone who's short can look up to him as a, you know, a role model for this tournament. Five uh, nine, just an excellent scorer. Another guy though is Elijah Cuffey, who's a terrific senior guard for them. Um, so that'll be a good matchup though. I mean, I, I really wanted to pick Liberty in the first round, but this is a really hard four to play. This this is an Oklahoma State team that should be one of the better threes. They were underseeded. Yeah, and I just think that the committee forgot about him. I don't know. Or they overweighed the net in this case over other cases. It makes no sense. Um, but for the uh, – who am I on now? San Diego State. San Diego Scott, State, yeah. Matt Mitchell, the Mountain West Player of the Year, just a stud. He was there last year too. Got to take him. Uh, Syracuse, how can you not go with the coach's kid? I mean, how was Bayheim 55 yeah. and had a kid? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Buddy Bayheim carried them. Buddy Bayheim, yeah. He can shoot. Uh, West Virginia – I'm going to go with a duo. Even I'm not going to take Derek Culver, who I think is probably their best overall player. 
I'm going to take Miles McBuckets and Sean McNeil. Got to be those two guys. They can score. Um, and this Hoggins team doesn't even need to play defense. Uh, they do, but, you know, not as much as the old ones. Not as much as they had to in the past. Yeah, Morehead State, I'm going with the big man, Johnny Broom, uh, Janai Broom, or however the hell you pronounce that. Um, he's a very good player. He was extremely good against Belmont. Their guard showed up in that game, too. Uh, Clemson is literally the most boring team I've ever seen. And I really <laughs> hope they lose in the first round. I'm going to be rooting hard for Rutgers. So other than Illinois, I mean, that's I'm rooting hard for Rutgers to win that because I don't want to see that this Clemson team pass the first round. But Amir Sims would be the guy that I would look at. He's going to be a hard matchup. I don't know who's going to guard him for Rutgers. Caleb McConnell maybe. I don't know, but that's going to be a really hard matchup for them. Uh, for Rutgers, it's got to be Jacob Young. I mean, Geo Baker and Ron Arbor Jr. are supposed to be the best players in this team. If they ain't playing like it, I mean, they're not. And uh, Jacob Young's their best defender. And yeah. he can score now, too. See, averaging like two and a half steals a game or something, two or three. Yeah, he's him and Frazier are very similar, except yeah. I think Frazier is a better shooter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Houston, it's got to be Quentin Grimes. I really like Dejon Giroux too. Uh, but Quentin Grimes is All-American, in my opinion, so I'll take him. Uh, for Cleveland State, I'd go with Torrey Patton, 6'5", senior. Played the most minutes for them this season. Just a really solid player. Uh, but I don't really think Cleveland State has a chance in that matchup. Uh, let's go to the final region, the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, it's got to be Wagner. Wagner's going to have to take on a different role with Livers out. It's going to be a lot harder for him. I think Wagner's better when he's a three. Now he's going to be probably playing the four unless Johns plays, but him in spots is not great. Um, so, yeah, LSU, I would take the youngster, Cam Thomas, one of the best scorers in the country. Give me him. Uh, and then St. Bonaventure is a very guard-oriented team. They have four guards that start and all average more than 10 points. But I'll take the big man, Oshun Oshunigi, who is an extremely good shot blocker. Had seven blocks against St. Louis in the semi. Had three or four yesterday against VCU. Uh, so I'll take him as their player to watch. For Colorado, it's got to be McKinley Wright, one of the best players in the Pac-12 over the last decade, as good as it gets. Uh, give me the youngster, the freshman, the Big East tournament player of the tournament. Um Dante Harris, who's just going to be a stud at Georgetown. Uh, for Florida State, give me Scotty Barnes, who's going to be a top pick in the NBA draft. I think he's an extremely good player. Um, and he hit some big shots for them against Georgia Tech. They didn't win the game, but whatever. Uh, UNCG, it's got to be Isaiah Miller. I mean, his, his metrics are really good. He's sixth in the country in steal percentage. So that's one of them right there. There's a lot more to them as well. Um, BYU, I am not going to take the BYU Defensive Player of the Year or the uh, West Coast Conference Defensive Player of the Year, Matt Harms. Nope. I will take Alex Barcelo or Barcello, however you pronounce that, a very good shooter, a senior. He was on the BYU team that beat Gonzaga last year, and they almost beat him this time, except they didn't. So – Whatever, they lost by 10 still. But uh, Michigan State, UCLA. For Michigan State, I'd say Aaron Henry's got to be a he-go-they-go guy or Joshua Lankford, one of those two. Uh, And for UCLA, I mean, I don't really see how you don't go with Tiger Campbell, but I will for the sake of this fun argument. And I'll take Johnny Juzang, 
who was a wing at Kentucky last year that shot the ball well. I'll take him. Texas, Jericho Sims. Don't care about Matt Coleman or uh, Andrew Jones or the other guard that I'm forgetting about, Courtney Ramey. Don't care about those three. Don't care about Kai Jones. Jericho Sims has been playing out of his mind. He had an easy double-double against Oklahoma State in the Big 12 Championship. Jericho Sims has got to be the guy that gets them to the Final Four, like everyone says. Uh, Abilene Christian is a team that will give Texas some fits defensively, but I think Texas is so big. and so Texas is a top-five team in the country in terms of talent, I think. And they have size. So they're going to be uh, you know, a troublesome opponent will definitely be this team for Abilene Christian, who has a player named Reggie Miller, by the way, that starts. Um, Colton Cole, though, is the guy that I would say seven foot two forty. So they got some size themselves, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, UConn, it's got to be James Booknight. I mean, he's he's the reason that they are where they are, and if he continues to do that, then they'll win a lot of games. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They're a great matchup against Alabama in the second round. Uh, Maryland. Aaron Wiggins has been an X-Factor guy for them. He's gotten it going. they got to get him to continue to do what he's been doing, and they'll be fine. Uh, Alabama, I would look at uh, probably Herb Jones, one of the best players in the SEC, just an elite player. Had a sick Eurostep play yesterday to seal the win. Uh, sick player. But, uh, you know, for Iona, who's won six straight going in, and they've won 10 of their last 12, by the way, give me Isaiah Ross, senior guard. He defends. Look at his coach. His coach is going to make him defend. Give me Rick Pitino. Oh. Rick Pitino is a player to watch for Iona. <laughs> There's a player from each team. I love it. Thanks for the, the info. I hope everybody wrote that down. Um, I, I got it. I got it in my notes. Good. That's good. Uh, Paul <laughs> just fired Dave Lateo, yeah. who had five straight years finishing last in the Big East, so dead. Um the two names that have been linked to DePaul for the last year are Porter Moser and Kenny Payne. Moser is obviously local and has been highly successful at Loyola, while Payne has ties through the new AD. Bobby Hurley and Dennis Gates have also been mentioned recently. Why the hell would Bobby Hurley leave Arizona State for yeah, DePaul? I don't see it. I don't see Moser leaving either. He could have left, you know, three years ago or whatever when they made their deep run, and he, I, I think he loves it there. So I don't see him going. I understand it's still in the same town, so maybe. I just tweeted zero percent chance Moser or Hurley leaves <laughs> for DePaul. Also, this tweet this tweet says about Moser. Porter Moser can get a better job than DePaul, but Porter Moser is a different kind of guy who isn't chasing the biggest job he can get. Being in Chicago matters to him. Not saying yeah. he'll take DePaul, but I do think he'll strongly consider it. Yeah, that's, he like he he. That's why he's at Loyola. So I could see if he did go somewhere else, I could see the ball. So should I be regretting the tweet I just made that says zero percent chance? Nope, zero percent chance. I still agree with it. But yeah, I think like they're in the Big East. That's still a good job. Yeah, but I mean, what's wrong with Loyola's job? He likes it enough. I don't. I don't want Porter Moser going to DePaul. Chicago kids from Illinois, but you know, whatever. Let's go with let's go with top four potential Cinderella. Just pick one Cinderella potential from each region that has a chance to get to the Sweet Sixteen or later. In Sweet each. Sixteen. All right. We'll start in the West. Start in the West. Okay. Um, what what do you consider a Cinderella? What seed and higher? Eight. 
or higher? Or I would say ten, 10 and above. Okay. Uh, I, I think the West, UCSB, I think that Santa Barbara, uh, you know, they got a chance to beat Creighton. Um, and then they got Virginia probably matchup um, or Ohio if Ohio does something crazy. Um, I, I could see somebody out of out of those two, US, UCSB and Ohio maybe making a little run. I'm going to take Ohio, but I don't think I'm actually going to pick them. But I think they have a potential right. to be a Cinderella team because if Jason Preston, the trio of Jason Preston, Dwight Wilson, and Ben Vanderplas, if they are playing well and Preston is running the offense, I mean, I don't know how Virginia is going to be able to handle that. I, I've been a, a believer that Virginia is overrated. But yeah. I think Virginia can survive this matchup. But if Ohio gets by them, Ohio would not have that big of a – if Ohio and UCSB played, that would be a hell of a matchup. But Ohio – Creighton, I would like Ohio in that game. Then, of course, they run into Gonzaga and get murdered. But, you know, right. yeah. Ohio is still a potential six, Sweet 16 team, I think. Uh, at I, this point. Yeah. In the like South, that. there's really one universal pick for everybody. But let's see where you go. Obviously, North Texas. Oh, um, no, but yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ride my North Texas train all the way to the to the finish line. So I was preparing for you to take Winthrop so I could take Colgate, but I'm gonna take Winthrop <laughs> because Winthrop has some of the most unique and diverse scoring options in the lineup, and they have a guy in Chandler Vodren who runs the offense and can score five points, but he'll have 12 assists. I mean, that's just the type of team they are. So. <laughs> Winthrop matches up really well with Villanova. I think everybody's going to pick Winthrop in that game, which makes me a little hesitant to take it, but I would take that. So uh, let's go to the Midwest. Midwest. Uh, I mean, this is a weird one because all the Cinderella team, I mean, you look, you look at them and they're all from power conferences. I mean, the tens and higher. Uh, I guess if I had to pick one, I'd go with Syracuse. You know, I Syracuse is a Cinderella, so I don't, I don't really – I don't know. I would go with Liberty because if Liberty can get by Oklahoma State, I could see them being able to beat a Tennessee or an Oregon State because yeah. they can score. And if they're hot, Oklahoma State – I think Oklahoma State's going to have problems in this game. This is going to be – no matter who Oklahoma State plays in the second round, this game is going to be harder than the second round for them. So don't be that surprised if Liberty wins this game. I really think that they have a chance. Everyone's saying they don't because of Cade Cunningham, but like Cade Cunningham, yeah. freshman, you know, I know he I plays. Cade like Cunningham that. tries to take over games too, um, you know, and, and I, I think that that can hurt you. Um, you see it with Illinois. I know we do Illinois, so I know them better. But when Io comes in and takes over games, uh, you know, the, the team I feel suffers a little bit. So I see that with Oklahoma State sometimes too. Yeah, um, he did hit some major shots in the Big 12 championship. They almost won yeah. that game because of him. But I'm not saying that he does it all the time. I'm just saying that when you have a player like that, it kind of sometimes the, it gets to points where, you know, the, the team's not playing as a team. The team is sitting around watching a guy play a whole team. I'm not saying he always does it. I'm just saying that, that, that teams go through spurts like that with guys that are that good. And the good thing for Gonzaga and Baylor is that they don't really have that. Yeah. They have trios and all that stuff. Uh, in the East, who would you take? Ah, oh, I mean, can I take Michigan State <laughs> as, a, as a Cinderella? I, mean, I don't think you can. I don't, I think, don't you really can. think you can. I mean, you did take Syracuse, but. 
I know. It's just hard. I mean, I don't have any upsets here. Uh, let's go with uh, Abilene Christian, your team. That's what I'm going with. I would take UNC Greensboro. Um, okay. I don't – I mean, the yeah, they're not going to win, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so let's recap. I have Ohio, Winthrop, Liberty, UNC Greensboro. So, by the way, that is uh, three 13s and a 12. And then you have UCSB, North Texas, Syracuse, Abilene Christian. So 14, 11, 13, 12. So 11, 12, 13, 14. So one of each. There you go. Yes. Um, no, neither of us had the stones to take Iona, huh? No. Interesting. Don't count them out. They're very good defensively. And if Alabama doesn't shoot well, Iona has a serious chance. I wanna I wanna mind seeing it. All right. Uh what do we have next? The rest of this is really boring. Uh, <laughs> Is there a matchup with two offensive juggernauts in this one, in the tournament? I really don't think there is. In the in the first in the first round, yeah. I first mean, round. Ugh. Um. Oklahoma State Liberty. LSU St. Bonnie. They offensively sound. I mean, that's not too bad. Um, LSU is very high in Ken Palm. What about Winthrop Villanova? Did you say that just now? Yeah, I said that. No, I said what did I say? I said Oklahoma State Liberty. Liberty, yeah. But I think LSU State Bonaventure is probably the pick because you have one team that's fifth in offensive efficiency and the other one's 38th. Yeah. So defensively, I mean, I don't know how you can't say Georgia Tech, St. Bon- uh, Georgia Tech Loyola, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Georgia Tech's ranked 52nd defensive efficiency, but I think they're a lot better than that. And Loyola Chicago is first in defensive efficiency. So that's probably because they um, – Loyola Chicago only gives up like 55 points per game. So anyway, uh, let's do picks now. And I want to do them in order of the way the games are going to be played. So we're going to bounce around a little bit here. Okay. So, first four matchups, who are you taking in each of the first four matchups? And we'll go from Texas Southern to Mount St. Mary's, Drake, Wichita State, App State, Norfolk State, UCLA, Michigan State. Who are you taking? Uh, I'll take Texas Southern. I don't know anything short about either of the teams. Short shorts. Yeah, short shorts. <laughs> You've got to take him. He might. He might win. He might make a deep run in those shorts. I can uh, see it. <laughs> uh, I'll take uh, Appalachian State. Uh, I hated on them earlier, but I'm going to take them now. Uh, Norfolk State. What did they just get to go to the championship game automatically? Or well, they won one game, then they advanced to the championship. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'll take App State. Do you want me to keep going, or do you want to give your picks while I'm doing? Give me the 11s, and I'll make mine after. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Michigan State because, you know, it is is a month. And then uh, I'll take Drake. I think Wichita State's slipping. So I'll take Drake, uh, especially if they get their, their stud back. So Yeah, I would say uh, I'll take Texas Southern, Norfolk State, Drake, and Michigan State. So 
Now, let's just go region by region for the rest because it's so complicated if you just go time of game. Time of game, okay. Yeah. Um, we'll start out in the West region. Just give me your first-round winners in the West. Okay. I got Gonzaga, Oklahoma. I think that uh, they'll, I think Missouri's not playing too well. Oklahoma also isn't playing well. That should be a pretty good matchup, but uh, I think it's, it's a pick em. So, Oklahoma – I got uh, UC Santa Barbara upset in Creighton. I think everybody's going to pick that, um, so I'll go with everybody else. Uh, Virginia beating Ohio. USC over Drake. Uh, I think that would be a really good game, too. Uh, Kansas over Eastern Washington. Uh, Oregon, I can't go against you and your Oregon team, so I'm going to go with Oregon over VCU and then Iowa. Okay. Um... I'm just filling out my Sweet 16 real quick so I can be ready for that. You know, you know how it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Way to way to take your time to fill Hang that out. Wait for it. Here we go. Okay. So, my West Region first round winners. I'll take Gonzaga over either of the 16 seeds, probably by 40 points. Um, yeah. I'm taking UCSB over Creighton. I'm taking Virginia over Ohio. I'm taking USC over Wichita State or Drake, but Drake, like I said. I'll take Kansas over Eastern Washington. I'll take the Ducks over the Rams, so Oregon over VCU, and I'll take Iowa over Grand Canyon. So we have the same winners there? You didn't pick the Oklahoma-Missouri game. I'll take Missouri. I don't know how I skipped that. Okay, so we're we're all the same except for that game. You took Oklahoma? I did. Okay, now let's go down to the East region. Okay. And let's go winners there. Got Michigan winning, obviously. Uh, I got LSU over the Bonnies, Colorado over Georgetown. I, I really like Colorado. I've, I've been on them for a little while. Uh, Florida State against UNC Greensboro. I got Michigan State uh, beating BYU. Uh, Texas beating Abilene Christian. Uh, Connecticut over Maryland and Alabama over Iowa. Okay, I'm taking Michigan, obviously. I'll take LSU. I'll take Colorado over Georgetown. I'll take Florida State over UNC Greensboro. We're going to have the same picks again. I'll take Michigan State over BYU. I'll take Texas over Abilene Christian. I'll take UConn over Maryland. I'll take Alabama over Iona. So we have uh, what? One difference so far. All right. Uh, Let's go to the south. This is where we could vary. Here we go. Uh, Baylor. Uh, I got Baylor and a nail-biter over Hartford. I uh, got North Carolina over Wisconsin. Got, I think the other 5-12 everybody's going to pick, Winthrop over Villanova. Uh, I do have North Texas over Purdue because riding with North Texas all the way. Um, Texas Tech over Utah State. Arkansas over Colgate. I got Virginia Tech over Florida. And I got Ohio State beating Oral Roberts. Okay, I'll take Baylor uh, over Hartford. I'll take North Carolina over Wisconsin. I'll take Winthrop over Villanova. I will take Purdue over North Texas. I'll take Texas Tech over Utah State. Uh, I'll take Arkansas over Colgate. I will take Florida over Virginia Tech, and I will take Ohio State over Oral Roberts. So I think we had a difference there, right? A couple yep. of them. Uh, you got Purdue winning, and you have uh, Florida winning. Okay. All right, Midwest. Midwest. Uh, 
I got Illinois um, beating Drexel by 47. Uh, Loyola, Chicago over Georgia Tech. Tennessee over Oregon State. OK State over uh, Liberty. I got Syracuse over San Diego State. West Virginia over Moorhead State. Rutgers over Clemson and Houston. Okay. Um I didn't even – I was looking – I just saw Penn State hired Micah Shrewsbury. Who the hell is that? Uh, that's their new head coach. I guess he was an assistant at Purdue. He was also an assistant at Butler, and he was also an assistant, assistant with the uh, Boston Celtics. So huh. Penn State is a new coach. Uh, anyway, let's see. I'll take Illinois. Who would you take in the 8-9? Loyola. Okay, I'm taking Georgia Tech. As much as I love Loyola Chicago. Wow. wow. Tech. What? I don't know. I just. Loyola podcast. I believe in Josh Pastner. <laughs> I do. And this light just turned on after being off for like an hour. He's probably going to throw a Corona ball at somebody. Yeah, he probably will. I'll take Tennessee over Oregon State. Oklahoma State over Liberty. Syracuse over San Diego State. West Virginia over Moorhead State. Uh, Rutgers over Clemson and Houston over Cleveland State. So I feel like my bo- my bracket this year more than ever has been boring AF. Pretty chalk. Okay, cool. <laughs> like my upsets, I have like three. Yeah. Maybe two. I'm, this isn't my final. Whenever I fill my bracket out in like two days, yeah. it's going to be a lot different. This was this was the shoot off the hip bracket. Like yeah, this, that's, that's, you have to have that, you know? Every time you see it, you just you, you let her fly. So. Yeah. All right, so let's go now to second-round matchups and who you got in the West. Okay, I got uh, Gonzaga over Oklahoma. I got Virginia over Santa Barbara. I have Kansas over USC, and I have the Ducks beating Iowa. Okay. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Did that pick for you? I am taking Gonzaga over Missouri by 35. <laughs> I'll take UCSB over Virginia. Ooh, I'll take USC over Kansas, and I'll take Oregon over Iowa. Pretty so, close. Yeah. You said USC over Kansas, though, right? So we only have two the same. Yeah. Um, what about the East? The East, I got LSU upsetting the first number one seed, uh, Michigan. We got Florida State over Colorado. I got Texas over Michigan State, and I got Alabama over UConn. I have uh, Michigan over LSU, Florida State over Colorado, Texas over Michigan State, and UConn over Alabama. Now we're really going to start differentiating. Yeah, all right. South. I got Baylor over North Carolina. I got North Texas. Winning another one, beating Winthrop. <laughs> then I got Arkansas beating Texas Tech, and then I got Ohio State over Virginia Tech. All right, um, I have I have Baylor over North Carolina, Purdue over Winthrop, Texas Tech over Arkansas, and Ohio State over Florida. Mm. So, boom, Midwest. Midwest. I got Illinois over Royal Chicago. I got OK State beating Tennessee. I got West Virginia beating Syracuse, and I got Houston beating Rutgers. Really, uh, really chalked that one up. So, 
Uh, I got Illinois over Georgia Tech, Oklahoma State over Tennessee, West Virginia over Syracuse, and Houston over Rutgers. So that's the thing. It's like I, that's the only thing about this bracket is like I feel like it's going to be a lot of like the best teams are going to make. Them. Yeah, but I also think we're going to see some insane upsets that nobody's going to pick. Like I think there's a two Uh-oh. or a three seed that's going to go down. That's my prediction. I don't have the stones to actually pick one of my bracket, but I think a two or a three is going to go down. Yep. Honestly, I could see Ohio State losing. I really could. As good as they are, I just think Oral Roberts, man. I, yeah, I, I think that they could, yeah. And they, if they struggle, you know, and they need Washington to literally do everything. Um, yeah. The guy to watch on that day is Suing. Suing is a guy that can find tough matchups. It's hard to match up with him. Um, he's, he's long and super athletic. Um, so I, I think feel like, I feel like he had the ball too much yesterday. He did. He did. Like at the end, at the end, he was running the point at one point. I think, and he was like the only one that was going attacking the rim at the, at the beginning of the game. Yeah, that's a, but that I mean I think that's their game plan every time they play Illinois because Illinois. I mean Grandison is the only guy, and Grandison's a step slower than him. So yeah. Uh, all right, Sweet Sixteen. Sweet West- Sixteen. What West Region? You ready? Yep. Got the Zags beating Virginia, um, Kansas over Oregon, and there you go. <laughs> so I got I got Gonzaga in Kansas in my Elite Eight. All right, I'm taking Gonzaga over UCSB, which I think if this matchup happens, will be like a 15 point game. I think UCSB can hold their own a little bit. Uh, then I'll take Oregon over USC. So Oregon and Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. Let's go now to the East. I got uh, Florida State over LSU. And I got Alabama over Texas. So I got Florida State-Alabama matchup. I feel like we didn't talk about how you had LSU beating Michigan. <laughs> why, do you think, why do you think LSU will beat Michigan? I don't I just think – I don't think Michigan's as good as everybody wants them to. But the problem for Michigan – or the problem for LSU is that they don't have any defense. Yeah. Like, who on that team is going to stop Dickinson from having 25 no, or 10? Dickinson will stop himself. That's an issue if, if you're if you're LSU. By the way, I just saw that Al Durham entered the uh, transfer portal. So already a player from Indiana gone, and he was a big-time shooter and almost carried them to that win over Illinois in December. Anyway. I, so um, did you see the guy from Massachusetts enter the transfer portal and, like, all the Illinois guys are, like – Trey Mitchell? Yeah, he's a stud. He, I, I think he's going to end up in the Big Ten. Illinois. He's going to end up in the Big Ten. I think. I don't know if it'll be Illinois. I doubt it'll be Illinois because they're probably going to Enoch. But anyway, um, let's see where we at the East. I will take Michigan over Florida State and sticking with one of my squads. UConn takes down the Huskies. On to the Elite Eight go the Huskies. UConn, Michigan. Now we go to the South. Uh, Baylor obviously is going to beat North Texas by forty-seven, um, and then I got Arkansas, <laughs> Arkansas over Ohio State. I am taking the Baylor Bears to beat Purdue in a thrilling overtime game in the Sweet Sixteen, okay. and then I will take Texas Tech, the six seed, to advance the Elite Eight to beat Ohio State because I trust Chris Big Beard. Guy, huh? <laughs> I trust Chris Beard, man. He got them into the into the final four last time they were in the tournament. And this roster is not as good as that one, probably, but it's really good. So there you go. Uh what about the Midwest? 
uh, Illinois over Oklahoma State, and West Virginia over Houston for an Illinois-West Virginia matchup. So I'm going to take Illinois over Oklahoma State in a game where Io DeSumo and Kate Cunningham both have triple doubles. Uh, and then I'll take West Virginia over Houston. So we have the same Elite Eight there uh, in, that, in that region. So what's your Elite Eight before we pick? My Elite Eight is Gonzaga, Kansas, Florida State, Alabama, Baylor, Arkansas, and Illinois, West Virginia. So that's a one and a three, mm-hmm. a four and a two, uh-huh. a one and a three, and then a one and a three, right? <laughs> so three ones and threes and then a four and a two. Pretty consistent, I know. Okay, so mine is Gonzaga, Oregon, which is a one and a seven, Michigan, and UConn, which is a one and a seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Baylor, Texas Tech, one and a six. And then Illinois, West Virginia, one and a three. So one, seven, one, seven, one, six, one, three. I have the so one they, seed. They all think the one seeds are going to make, except for me, of course. Wait, hold on. Yeah. You think that all the one seeds are going to make the Elite Eight? Yeah, I do. I like it. Michigan, I like and, it. Michigan and Illinois, though, they're going to have a lot of trouble getting there. I agree. You know, I think Illinois, Oklahoma State, Illinois, Georgia Tech, those would be big time games. But here we go. Uh, West Region, Gonzaga, Kansas. Who's winning that game for you? Remember, folks, shoot off the hip bracket. You don't take too much stock into these. The bracket came out 20 hours ago. We got to have more time to figure all this out. That's right. That's right. I'm going to take Gonzaga over Kansas, putting the Zags in the final four. I think with the way that the West region is, I think Gonzaga could play four guys and get to the final four. I really do. <laughs> True. It's, it's just not a good region. Uh, I'm going to take Gonzaga to beat Oregon. I'll say 85-80. Ooh. I think Eugene from Eugene has 20-10. and 10. The closest game Gonzaga would have all year, right? Yeah, but I think they're going to have a close one before that with, like, Missouri – I think Missouri could give them some issues. I thought you just said they were going to beat everybody by 15. but okay. I did say that, so I'm going to stick with that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> East region. East region. I got Alabama over Florida State. Putting the Alabama Crimson Tide in the Final Four. They are now a basketball school. I am doing something where I am sticking with Dan Hurley. UConn beats Michigan. UConn's going to the Final Four, folks. They're back. Oh, man, seven seed in the Final Four. Woo! <laughs> uh, so that means I have Gonzaga and UConn in the Final Four. What's your South region matchup? My South, I got Arkansas beating the Baylor Bears. To put Arkansas and Alabama both in the Final Four, who would have thought it? Who would have saw it coming? Yeah, it's not going to happen. But anyway, uh, I'm going to take – I ain't on my bracket. It is shoot off the hip, so it's kind of for fun, but also, you know, kind of thinking of some ideas, bouncing them off. I'm going to take some Big 12 on Big 12 crime where Texas Tech beats Baylor. And so I'm going to have a six and a seven from the south and the east. Uh, And then for the Midwest, I'm taking uh, Illinois over West Virginia. So that's a quick one. What do you got there? Illinois over West Virginia. So my final four is UConn, Gonzaga, Texas Tech, Illinois. It's, this isn't going to be my real final four, but that's what it is. Uh, so who you got winning the final four games? I got Gonzaga over Bama, 
and I got Arkansas losing to the Illini. <laughs> we got a Zags Illini matchup in the championship. I'm taking Gonzaga over UConn by one point. <laughs> one in at the buzzer, and the ride Dan Hurley's ride ends. Unfortunately, I'm gonna be so disappointed if UConn loses in the first round. Man, um, and then I'll take Illinois over Texas Tech by 15. So there you go. Uh, so I also have Gonzaga, Illinois. So all of that, and we end up with the same final. Uh, what do you got for the championship? Um, I I mean, shoot off the hip. You know, I, I can't not take the boys from Illinois. So I got Illinois winning it all. Io DeSumo gets on his horse, rides in the sunset, two trophies in hand, came back, did what he said he was going to do, storybook ending. Yeah, that would be good. I also wrote Illinois down as the winner. So. <laughs> and definitely unbiased if you can see the sign behind yeah, me. Right. I don't know how you, how you don't. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, if, we're, if, we're, you know, if we're just doing this today, I wrote it down in five minutes before we started this. So I'm I don't obviously going to be biased to Illinois right now. Yeah, I want to score money and it might matter. You know, things might change. But. Definitely. Um, so let me think here. What else did I write down? I don't even have the doc in front of me anymore. So there's that. Uh, you did round of 64 and then full bracket. So we, we did them. All we right. Oh, um, uh, let me try to think of something real quick just to give people probably a little more. Shouldn't, probably shouldn't have moved anything because my internet's going to go out and you're going to be by yourself to finish this. So. That is a good point. Um, yep, there he goes. Who is the best team in the country? Go right ahead. now? Yeah. Who's playing the best or who's the best? I think Illinois is up there. Oh, yeah. playing. Um, but I think that Gonzaga has the best lineup in the country. So who's going into the tournament limping? Uh, Oklahoma. Yeah, Missouri too. Missouri. That's yeah. That's it. That's literally a game of of uh, losers. My computer froze, so I don't know if he can even hear me anymore. I can hear you. Okay. Clemson, Clemson is. They lost to Miami in the ACC tournament. Yeah. I, I'm kind of surprised Clemson got in, but um, if I mean, you're going to Syracuse in, you got to put Clemson in, right? I mean, I don't know how Clemson's a seven. They should be like a nine. Yeah. How is, how is Clemson higher seated than Loyola, Chicago, or Georgia Tech? That would <laughs> be my big question. That is unreal. Another team that's limping in, I would say, is um, Tennessee. I would say, um, yeah. I mean, they should have beaten Alabama. I mean, they blew that Alabama game, the SEC tournament. Yeah, yeah. Villanova's yeah. limping in heavily. Yeah. yeah. Virginia would have been limping in if they didn't. If they if they called that six second thing. <laughs> true. So very true. But. Yeah, I mean, you could say that. Uh, as I look at the bracket, I mean, is Rutgers limping in? I mean, they got murdered by Illinois. True. Really yeah, Rutgers. Down the stretch. Rutgers has been struggling. Maryland is too. Maryland lost to Northwestern and Penn State and then Michigan State or and then Michigan. Yeah. I mean, they did beat Michigan State in between that, but 
something you look at. Then I think the teams that are really flying in, Illinois obviously is flying in. Um, I would say Georgia Tech is flying in. I would say Texas is flying in. Uh, I would say say Bonaventure. Winthrop. Uh, Winthrop, yes, even though they've been off for over a week, so you might have some concerns there. True, true, true. Um, UCSB and Ohio are both rolling in. Um, Gonzaga is default. Houston is as well. Uh, Syracuse, if they would have called the six seconds, Syracuse might win that game. So. <laughs> True. You know, um, Alabama is definitely flying in. So let me let me do this one just for fun. And you can't pick any of the one seed teams or the two seed teams. Okay. One coach that you trust the most per region. We'll start in the West. And I'll I'll go first since I already have all my picks. <laughs> I'm not taking Bill Self. Okay. I'm not taking Tony Bennett. Wow. I'm not taking uh, you know, Lon Kruger. Or Fran McGat. Well, we can't pick a two, so never mind. Don't even count Fran. He's a moron. Um, I am taking the guy that aligns Rubik's Cubes. I mean, how can you not say Dana Altman? All-time great coach. I'll take Dana Altman. I trust him with my life in the West. I'll take Tony Bennett. It's a good pick. I knew you were going to take Bill Self, so I didn't know where you were going to go. (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh, For the South, how can I not pick the guy that I just had in the Final Four? Texas Tech. Chris Beard. Even though I really like Eric Musselman, so I trust him too. But maybe Roy Williams, you know. But I will take Chris Beard, six-seeded Texas Tech. You're taking Roy Williams? Yeah, give me Roy. I mean, they're going to lose in the second round anyway, so it's not his fault. Um, In the Midwest region, in the Midwest region, I'm going to take the guy that pounds nails, Steve Michael. I trust him. I would would go with Steve Michael with you on that. Um, Bayheim also. Or Porter Moser. Yeah. <clears throat> but but you got to pound them nails, whatever that means. Exactly. East region, I mean, come on. Dan Hurley, come on. Dan Hurley. Coach for UConn. Take them all day. Leonard Hamilton's a good pick. Yeah. And I'm sure that's who you're going to take. That's who I would. I, well, I, you know, or Izzo. Okay, now let's do this for fun real quick. Last segment right here. Okay. Seeds 8 through 16 under-the-radar coach that you trust? Because it's already under the radar, so just 8 through 16, but you can't pick, like, a big-time coach. Like, you can't take Roy Williams. I, I couldn't name half these coaches. Uh, Grand Canyon, I would take Bryce Drew, I guess. Okay. Um, For that one, I would definitely go with, uh, I guess, Bryce Drew. I mean, he got to, right? Yeah. He's done an excellent job there. They thought when they got mm-hmm. Dan Moderly there at Grand Canyon back in the day, they were like – we're going to yep. win the freaking whack every year. No doubt about it. They didn't even ever do it. And then Bryce Drew has one season and he gets a medal. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Uh, South region. Uh, who? Pat Kelsey. Winthrop. How can you not take it? Yeah. That's, yeah. Got to be the guy. Uh, in the Midwest, 8 through 16. I mean, I like. Bayheim, but I'm not going to pick I mean, him. Literally the guys that we named already. So. so I will take Josh Passner. I know you love him. In the COVID ball. As weird as he is, I will take him. <laughs> he's probably the he's probably the nicest guy on the bracket. Yeah, 
Did you see him in that post game interview? I did. I couldn't hear it. Um, oh my god! Because I was, we were on the plane. I didn't, I couldn't hear it because we were just landing. But nerd, it was nice. I gotta say, Southwest lets you watch live TV, so I got to watch some basketball. I'll break. I'll break down the Josh Pastor post game interview. First thing I want to say, Leonard Hamilton is a Hall of Fame coach, no doubt about it. I want to thank the announce. I want to thank you guys, the announcers, for being here. Uh, I want to thank my players. We have such great players. They do such a good job every day. Uh, and Leonard Hamilton's a Hall of Fame coach. Thank you to the announcers and thank you to the ACC for putting this on. Uh, I want to thank you guys for being here. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. it was. Uh, I mean, I don't, I've never seen a coach thank the announcers. I heard. Yeah, I heard he was thanking everybody. Quite something. I mean, hell of a guy. Uh, and they ran him out of town in Memphis, and they ended up with a guy who's not even half the coach that passed away. <laughs> True. So True. maybe better recruiter, but. Is it really honest recruiting? Say your name. Um, East your region name. coach. I mean, Patrick Ewing, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Mark Schmidt, St. Bonaventure. Okay. Third tournament appearance for him. So, yeah. Like the problem for St. Bonaventure is that they literally have a five man rotation. There's like two guys off the bench that actually play, but for the most part, 88% of St. Bonaventure scoring is from the starting five. So they're not going to go very far. Anyway, that'll do it for us. I guess we'll be doing another one of these next Tuesday to wrap up the first two rounds. Sounds um, good. On the 23rd of March. So we'll break down the next two, the first two rounds. We'll talk about the Sweet 16 matchups. We'll make even more picks with the matchups we already have. So that'll be good. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> and repicking and all that stuff. Maybe, are we going to make an ESPN bracket challenge? I mean, yeah, if you can set that up, we'll all right, tweet I'll tweet it out. That, yeah, we'll all do right. all that stuff. So we'll see if any of the fans want. To, I'm just here by myself now. See if any of the fans want to do it. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>